Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the TTPE podcast. Um, I'm going to be honest, at this point, I don't know what episode we're on. <laughs> I think episode we're on, like, five, four or, or five. five. Yeah, somewhere yeah. around that. I think we'd be five, like, officially, because we had episode zero. Yeah, but technically. something around those numbers. <laughs> we're back with another episode. Um, we're now in our winter quarter, winter 2023. Looking back. <laughs> yeah. That was fast. We're already in winter 2023. I know. I feel like when we talked about winter coming up last quarter, like it was so far away because we yeah. had the break, which I hope everyone enjoyed their breaks. <laughs> I definitely did. I don't know about you. Um, I I did too. It was much needed. It was a one month long and I was like, okay, I need this break. Mm-hmm. Uh, after fall quarter, it was just so eventful with events. Um, it was different than last year, just mainly because it was fully in person a lot of events were like embedded in person rather than just online Mm -hmm. so it felt like it took so much of my energy that last year I didn't really take that much so um going over that it was pretty fun much needed relaxing de-stressing um self-care is after break I was like this is all (laughs) I need right now I know me too (laughs) honestly it gives me like a different kind of like level of respect for people who had to do in-person university <laughs> like yeah. like normally before the pandemic i'm like how did you guys ever get through this so draining. <laughs> but i think also a lot of people maybe last quarter because we were in person were like more like we were hungry for it like mm-hmm. hungry to get back in person and like oh like we're gonna make the most of every event and i think that has um made us more or made me at least like more grateful for those things and that's why i participated so heavily in like yeah, everything I agree with that too. and i think this quarter is about like okay like you know i can learn to pace myself <laughs> It really does come back at the end, but it's a pacing and time management um, mm-hmm. and how you do well on both, and mm-hmm. then you're going to make the most of it eventually. So, Yeah, for sure. Um, this week's theme at TTP is utilizing LinkedIn, which I my LinkedIn experience like starts with a profile picture <laughs> and, <laughs> and putting in my university. <laughs> and then I mean, from, that's a start, right? I you know, always start from something. <laughs> from there, it was like that for like, I don't know how long, like, for, like, months it was like that until people were like, you know, I found you on LinkedIn, like, you don't have anything on there. I was like, oh, but I don't have any experience, and that's me talking, like, someone who doesn't really know Mm -hmm. anything about, like, what you can make as experience. Like, no one's going to care I did this, this, or this, and, like, it's just all about how you frame it, but, I mean, we could go into that, but that's how I started. (laughs) Yeah, I think same. When I first, first started, I started in community college, and I just forgot that I had a LinkedIn account. And then when I wanted to transfer over to UCR, I was like, hmm, how does my LinkedIn look like? And I went on it and I was like, it is so empty. I need to add some things. And I just started adding from there. And every quarter I would just go back to it and kind of refresh if mm-hmm. I did anything extra or I got a promotion or whatever. And I'd mm-hmm. be like, okay, I know it's small, but it's something. Yeah. So I would just add it on there and be like, that's that's there. Everyone sees it right now. <laughs> but it's achievement to me. At the end of the day, all those achievements, whether it's small or big, adds up to something, and it builds you as a person and changes mm-hmm. your character and develops it um, to the best or to whatever you pretty much see it. So yeah, um, and even those little updates too. It shows like your growth, you mm-hmm. know, and like your consistency to to learn and like you were saying, develop. So that's um, that's good. And I also as a transfer like at my CCOs the same way like I just had nothing on there and to be honest like no one at my 
CC, like, that I was friends with or knew, like, really, like, talked about LinkedIn's LinkedIn. that much. Like, it wasn't really a thing, like, I honestly thought it was just a thing that, like, my mom had or, like, even, <laughs> like, I would see it, like, on YouTube, like, oh, how to prepare for CS interviews because I'm CS. And they're like, oh, make sure your LinkedIn's, like, updated. I'm like, yeah, but that's what everyone says. I'm yeah, like, I don't fine. need to do that. <laughs> and then when I got to, when I transferred into UCR, it's, like, a big deal around here. Like, we're talking yeah. about our LinkedIn's, like, every single day. And I was like, that that's honestly what the wake-up call for me was because they're like, oh, like, what's your LinkedIn? Let's connect. I, and I look at it. It's like, <laughs> wait a second. I'll connect with you in a, in a bit. Let me just add some things to it. Yeah, I'll get back to you tomorrow. And then it's yeah. like me at night, like, seriously typing any experience I've ever I had. I love it. You did it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's still, like, it still needs some work to be done or has some work to be done, but... Yeah, I always look at that update. It tells me your profile setting is like three out of four complete. And I'm like, yeah, I'll come back to it later. We'll see. But it's still like sometimes for me, like seeing that little like maybe that's like a tactic that they use because it's so yeah. aggravating to me. I'm like, why can't I just complete it? I just want to get to the tipple of it. But I'm like, I don't know. I just keep on pushing it over. But yeah. Hopefully this time around, I'll something, get it over. <laughs> something that I really liked about like about LinkedIn currently, and I'm not sure if this is only for like university students, but mm-hmm. like we have access to like LinkedIn learning, which I don't know if you've ever like seen that. I, I don't think that's accessible to everyone. Like I'm not entirely sure. But like as students at UCR, I'm almost positive that we have access to LinkedIn learning. Like they're like courses. So like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And so when you complete them, it'll like you could post it to your profile like oh like this person i just completed this course on this subject and it's like really cool and people can see your development and Mm -hmm. like especially if you have like recruiters on there um um, people looking for people to work that looks really good on there and so i like that's what kind of i was doing like if i felt like working during the break i was like oh i'll just like watch some linkedin learning (laughs) take some notes do some chapter quizzes that's good yeah i honestly myself haven't done um much of those but i've seen other people do it and i've Mm -hmm. seen people also endorse people's different skills um so i guess those those two are different tools that you can utilize within linkedin Mm -hmm. to help improve your skills and get more attention in a sense to the recruiters and be like okay i have those skills people endorse them i I took those courses on linkedin i got the tests for it and i got a certificate or Mm -hmm. whatever the result of that course um looks like so these are important tools um I would also go and and work on them myself too. Um, yeah, it's really it's a really nice um, resource mm-hmm. that if you're not aware of, um, could be helpful to you. Um, another thing, I think what LinkedIn, maybe like the whole point of LinkedIn too is like to connect with people and like network yeah. and learn to, you know, take your academic like connections with people and make them more professional and things like that so that was something like as also again as a transfer like at my cc that wasn't really like maybe we were like networking but we didn't know we were doing it and it wasn't ever really like and cc at least for my experience it never felt like we had um a place where it was like okay let's network or connect it wasn't really talked about as much as in university Mm -hmm. it was like okay we can do this and that to improve skills and whatnot but when it comes to like professional networking um, it was there, but it wasn't just like it just wasn't brought up as much as here or as heavily as it's brought up over here. So. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess professional development is taken very seriously at university, which mm-hmm. is like really awesome. Yeah. And we might also just like me and you specifically may be lucky to because we have TTP or like we discovered TTP because even before I discovered TTP, I was like a quarter not 
not even knowing this place existed yeah. or the program existed. And I was like, I would see or get emails about professional development things, but it was so hard to like want to be motivated to like, yeah, get immerse involved. yourself in it. Yeah, especially because I didn't have like my inner circle yet. Like I didn't mm-hmm. have like a close group that I was like connected to or close family or safe space on campus yet. And so once I found TTP, it was like now I can't escape professional development <laughs> like just, everywhere i go yeah <laughs> and it's, like, it's a good thing yeah it's awesome. it helps you improve it helps you grow it helps you build those connections that you didn't really think that you would have before mm-hmm. um get you that networking skills um people in the field people alumni so i think that's the good part about it too um mm-hmm. you just get connections from everywhere and people would be like oh i know this person that goes in, that has the same interest as you and they graduated or um, things like that or people just connect you with people who are interested in the same projects or whatever so mm-hmm. uh, that's what I really like about this place too um, I know and I don't think I feel like it took me um, a little bit to really make the connection like oh like my friends are like people I network with and it's kind of weird to say it like that yeah. because it makes your friendship seem like oh like this is kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> but it's true because like a lot of my friends too are like I mean they're so great like professionally like mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends who are like doing amazing things internship wise full-time job wise you know and they're like those are becoming connections for me like oh like hey there's like in this department I heard that there's this opening or yeah. etc etc or like even back from my CC someone got in contact with me someone that I tutored with on campus at my CC was like oh I'm working in this university and doing this research like I thought you might be interested in that or like okay. looking into the program, I was like, oh, okay, like this is what it's like. <laughs> this is what people talk about when they say like making networking connections, yeah. or like even like small little events that we have here that where we build community. Those things matter because in the like when the years co- go by and we're all graduated, whatever, like you know those connections are gonna matter. It's gonna matter that you know we had <laughs> engineers got talent. <laughs> we're gonna have those memories to connect with someday, and it's, yeah. I think it's really important and it's awesome that TCP provides not just like the professional development, but also the like it's almost like hidden networking because it's like we're we're, we're building community but at the same time it's like this is going to help us not just now but in the future too which is really cool that's true i totally agree with that so another professional development i guess thing (laughs) that i've had more experience with lately as a result of ttp and like involvement on campus is interviewing Ooh. Mm-hmm. We love that topic, don't we? <laughs> Interviewing for the first time, that is like, it's it's crazy. It's like just, it's a whole different kind of anxiety. <laughs> By itself, it's like interview. <laughs> when you hear that word, it's like, oh, here we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am computer science. So I feel like um, the, I guess like the handbooks for computer science technical interviews, you can find resources for those everywhere far and wide like there's so many youtube videos um i know that one of our mentors always recommends like cracking the coding interview textbook um that's really helpful for me um and when i had my first technical cs interview everyone was hyping me up to be like so i didn't really know what to to expect but you know at least i expected like oh i'm gonna have to write some code and then i get into the interview and they're like okay we've written some code for you tell us what it does and tell us what's wrong with it i was like i was Uh, not (laughs) expecting this (laughs) that's a whole different thing i know i was like at least i didn't have to write the code but it's still like okay it was a curveball like that's not what i expected and i think like there's i don't think there's anything that anyone could have said to me before to that could have prepared me 
for it. Like, I was just kind of, like, in the space where, I mean, obviously, I'm taking it seriously, but I'm, like, this is my first technical interview. Like, I'm just not going to know what it's going to be like until I get there. Like, yeah. I just need to go head first. Like, I just need to show up at that point. Show them all the confidence, you know? Take it till you make it. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, too, it's, like, okay, this is going to be, like, a very, like, backstory. But in my CC, I was looking for, like, a part-time job, mm-hmm. right? And I applied to Chipotle <laughs> because I needed money. And I remember, like, I had so much anxiety about doing, like, going, showing up for an interview that... I made my sister call Chipotle and cancel the interview pretending to be me. I love how you made her cancel the appointment. I was like, wait, they're not going to know if it's you or me. No one would so know. So I made her do it because she's my older sister. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why don't you just call? And I was like, I can't. Like, I had so much anxiety. And I was like 18, 19 years old. That's incredible. So I think going from that experience to, like, showing up to, like, an online interview and, like, doing not only like I did for one company I did like two different behavioral interviews and then a technical interview and now they're asking me to do an interview for a different position okay and so I'm like I can't even like I, I don't know why that story just popped up into my head but I, was like, I feel like I've gone I've come far in interviews and I still have a long way to go because I mean it's so yeah I have so much more I'm gonna I know I'm gonna have so many more interviews just being a CS person you know but also like I'm learning more about you know how interviews fluctuate across different majors. Majors, yeah. yeah. So maybe you can provide a little bit more insight since you're um, EE. Yeah, from my end, I am an electrical engineering major, and for us, you for the most part, you do go through like um, the behavioral interviews, and then once you pass that, you go over to the technical interviews with one of the engineers, and um, they mainly ask. At least for me, from my experience, it was like uh, different questions in regards to like. Um, circuit analysis, draw your own circuit that gives you this this amount of whatever. Um, O-pumps, the different types of O-pumps and what they do. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. <laughs> I remember the first, really first technical interview I had and he was like, okay, draw two different O-pump circuits and O-pumps and tell me what each one of them does and give me the uh, formula for it. And I was like, oh man, oh man, let me tell you, I learned this online. It was two years ago. I don't know what happened back then, but here you go. <laughs> I do whatever came up to mind. And I was like, okay, let me let me derive the equations real mm-hmm. quick. And I think the the good thing about um, interviews is at least if you talk and show them that your pro- thought process and how you've done it and how it comes, it also helps rather than just like not talking and then just staring at them and be like okay i'm thinking yeah um, but if you think you're think out loud they they do try to help you um and tell you like okay if you're going the right direction or something like that so i think my tip with interviews um technical interviews specifically is that even if you feel like you're stuck just speak out your mind speak your thoughts and eventually it's it's gonna come out and um they'll see that you're actually trying and you know what you're talking about even if the answer at the end isn't fully right maybe um Mm -hmm. but that's that's what i've seen and that's what helped me through interviews myself with technicals yeah i think that that applies to a lot of different majors at least it resonates with me in cs because i did have a mentor to tell me that same thing Mm -hmm. when like coding or debugging or like looking at code during an interview like just make sure you're always talking like just like they don't want to they want to make sure you know how to communicate too and like um be able to see and like how your thought process is and like how um good are your problem solving skills especially like at least as far as i know with cs like you're working in teams all the time you know so like you need to be able to communicate 
what you're looking at and make it clear and effective, you know? So mm-hmm. that was a big piece of advice for me that I used in my interview. <laughs> yeah, a lot I of think someone also advised, advised me into it. And I, um, going to the interviews, I was like, okay, I see why. Mm-hmm. Um, this is pretty useful and pretty helpful. Um, mm-hmm. Also, like, we're talking, like, behavioral and technical interviews. Before I really started, like, going deep into CS, like, I didn't even know that there would be a technical interview. No. <laughs> yeah, because for me, growing up, an interview is just, like, okay, you talk somewhat to someone, and they like you, and then they, you get the job. <laughs> and it, it would be, like, to me, I thought it would be, like, one interview, and I, it mm-hmm. would be it. But then going into it, I'm like, oh, this is more than one. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, definitely, like... Getting people to like you or, like, I guess not, like, getting people, but, like, (laughs) making a real connection with the person or, like, an interviewer, recruiter, whatever, that's, like, important. That's, like, Mm -hmm. half the battle because at least for me, like, in, like, any, like, networking or career fair thing I did, like, sometimes they'll ask me, like, a technical interview on the spot, like, during a career fair and you just kind of have to know. But half the time it's, like, getting to the technical interview or getting to those technical questions requires you to make a connection first yeah and like having those people skills strong people skills being able to connect and talk to people on a real level is really important you know you don't want to sound like you're scripted i mean obviously people talk about like elevator pitch that's important right like you got to have that down but like you don't have to like have it memorized down to the word and i think exactly that also like relieves some anxiety be smooth about it talk your way make it um small yet Mm -hmm. efficient so that you catch their attention and have something that you kind of can stand out with and be like, this is me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I am me, you know? I don't know. They see a lot of people um, in career fairs. They see a lot of people who message them, re- um, mm-hmm. reach out to them. So you want to have something that kind of stands out with your personality or like just the way that you talk to them um, that they'd be like, oh, I want to meet with this person mm-hmm. again. I want to know more about you. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, me, I, that's what I meant. So, um, yeah. it's, I guess that's that's how it is eventually. Yeah. I mean, it, I guess it, it depends on to the company because I know some people have had, like, their technical interviews right away. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, like, any interview that I've had, it starts with a behavioral one. Like, yeah. by behavioral, we just mean, like, they just, it's like a, I guess, more like a traditional interview. Like, I guess In the sense. Chipotle interview I was scared of. <laughs> Like, do they like you? Do they, you know, do they see you working there? And from my experience, most, uh, a lot of the behavioral interviews, too, kind of, they wanted you to talk about the skills that you have in a way where you're answering the behavioral questions and mentioning, like, oh, I did this slightly to show what are the skills that you have, how do you demonstra- demonstrate them, and using the STAR method, in a sense, um, mm-hmm. the tasks, the action, and all of that, and how you, how you can be of benefit beneficial um, addition to the team or the company you're joining for sure for sure um i guess our final thoughts on interviewing the hiring process i guess i've never been hired so i don't really have much to say about like closing the deal (laughs) but like the interview process kind of like what we were saying earlier is traumatizing (laughs) um i have to agree with that i i wish it wasn't um but we're speaking from our experiences. Yes. Um, I've went through a lot of interviews so far, and some of them, a lot of them were like, okay, we went through three different interviews, but we're not continuing. So I was like, oh my God, I spent all this time with you, and I'm, but it's fine, it happens. Um, I guess I say traumatizing, and that's like 
the drama in me. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I think what's the most traumatizing about the interview is not the interview itself, but the lead up to it, especially mm-hmm. my first one, be- because everyone was like kind of in my ear, like, and I guess that was my own fault too, because I kept asking for advice, like, what should I expect? What should I expect? Mm-hmm. And like, I would get all these different answers, and it made the amount of preparation I had to do like so like it like doubled every time someone said something different <laughs> and I think I just stressed myself out more than I had to and I think that's what made it so like dramatic for me like oh my god this is <laughs> the biggest deal that's ever gonna happen in my life you know like <laughs> but it's really not that bad um and I think what worked for me too was also like the days leading up to my first interview just being like you know what like I've prepared all I could like obviously I'm going to do some last minute preparation but like I know what I know and I've had the experiences I've had in my life mm-hmm. and that's all I can really bring to the table and yeah. I'm just going to go in with my best foot forward going to eat a breakfast <laughs> and, <laughs> and go for it. I'm going to kill it <laughs> like I think that's the the mentality you have to go into it otherwise it's going to be very um scary um but yeah, I think for me the hardest part was just like the lead up and then getting to it wasn't that bad. So yeah. if you have any anxiety towards interview, I'm just being dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not here to to scare you off from an interview. Getting an interview is um, in by itself very good because mm-hmm. you're competing kind of against a huge number of applicants um, and you kind of stood out to the company. You, you were the one that they were like, okay, we're going to go forward with this person and see... Um, what they can help us and stuff like that so you getting to that interview is by itself an achievement um, so don't let that make you feel any less um, yeah. or, um, just take the achievement you, you've got there um, show them what you have show them the skills that you have and go for it um, <laughs> I guess yeah. take it day by day again <laughs> <with> that. You, <laughs> go. <laughs> um, you got it you got it if you didn't it's probably meant for the best you're gonna get something better in the future so um just always try to look at it from that aspect at least to me that helps me cope with like any rejections i get um Mm -hmm. and eventually uh, from experience out of a lot of interviews i was able to secure a job so um (laughs) i'm here to tell you that at the end of the path you're gonna find something too (laughs) Mm -hmm. 